Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. To the very first Bob and Scott Roundtable. I'm your host, Scott Davis, the Cleveland sports fan. And sitting next to me is Mr. Stinkbug, Bob Bevere himself. Hello, Bob. How you doing on this fine, fine Sunday day? All right. I mean, I was, I was hoping for a victory Monday, but... <clears throat> couple of plays here and there and you know here we are couple of plays here and there and then you I suck a lot of good football today i mean a lot of bad football too Man, green bay the pittsburgh game yeah was totally big ben don't big ben don't look 40 to me big ben's got his moments Najee Harris really needs to learn how to run with the ball. 45 yards. Uh, I don't even know what to say. He had, he had eight yards at halftime. You know, and I listened all last year about it was James Connors' fault. It's not. Their mm -mm. offensive line can't block for the run. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Anyway, so everyone knows. We do this show Sunday right after the Cleveland Browns game. Actually, about usually about an hour after the game so that we can calm down. Stop crying. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess the first thing we need to do is, is kind of recap uh, our game here. The Cleveland Browns lost to the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, of which Mr. Oshimaida, Stinkbug, and myself both predicted. Although I did change my prediction last night to you on the phone, but oh well. Well, that was between you and I. and Right. 
you know, okay. you can you you can always hope. It's our home team. It's Cleveland. It's our home team. We're going to always want them to win. They never win the first game of the season. Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, since since they came back in 1999, how many first games of the season have we won? Two. There you go. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. I, th- I think they were both against Cincinnati. There was a lot that I saw in this game. There was a lot in this game that there's going to be a lot to talk about. I would love to be a fly on the wall in Berea on, on Tuesday. All right. I might have enough alcohol in me to do this now. All right. So first quarter, let's see the, the very first, first, what was it? Seven minutes in. Cleveland Browns, uh, Nick Chubb runs the ball in for a touchdown and, and a, uh, a penalty put them close enough to go for the two points. Brilliant, brilliant play there. They, they, they look good in the first half. Oh, they look great. I mean, even my arch nemesis. Denzel Ward <laughs> had a play where he punched the ball out from the receiver. Yes. After running all the way from the left side of the field down 20 yards and then across the field the entire it, way. It and wasn't just it, it was beautiful. It wasn't just a receiver. It was Tyreek Hill. He was chasing. It was absolutely fabulous to see that. That was that was good. Baker Mayfield was was calm. He was cool. He looked good in the he pocket. He dropped dimes. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I saw some of the best passing that Baker Mayfield's ever had in this game today. You, you uh, know what I think. You know what I love about what they do on offense other than run the football and create play action is they use their running backs on on bubble screens and they always go for 17 to 20 yards every single time. Yeah, it's a, a you know, the as far as it goes, the offense in the first half of the game was was tight that was tight defense was even tighter uh yeah yeah the defense is another story the defense in the first half of this game was was just great uh they held they held kansas city and patrick mahomes to a whopping 10 points in the first half of this game that that was well worth it. I mean, in the first quarter, they held them to only three points. They only got the ball one time. 
So, you know, the, the, it, it was, it was a good looking, it was a good looking first half. The second half is where I started to get a little bit, a little bit upset. Um, I did too, right out of the gate, right out of the gate, the second half, I, I said, here we go. Now it's 22 to 17. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, seven minutes, 33 seconds of possession time, and he just walks down the field and scores. Boom. We're going to get to the defense, right? Oh, we're going to get to the defense. Okay, because I I just want to go off on it right now, but if we're going to get to the defense, then I'll wait. We're going to get to the defense, but we've got to get through. I, I I think we've got to get through the fact that, that our offense was totally shut down in the second half of this game. Okay. I'm not going to totally agree with you there. I think we shut ourselves in the foot in the second half. Well, I see we had the fumble by our punter. Right. Which. Well, we had two fumbles in this game. Right. And they were within like three minutes of each other. Uh, Nick Chubb. Who, who never fumbles. Who never fumbles. Uh, fumbled and gave Kansas City the opportunity for, for a field goal. And then uh, in the fourth quarter... Our punter, uh, they they called it a turnover on downs, uh, but well, that's what it is. You know, really, our our that was a that was bad. Well, the thing is, and this is where I say they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, you fumble. Nick Chubb fumbles never does. I'm not going to give a pass on it, but. Knowing Nick Chubb how he is, he he will probably not fumble again this year. The punter, yeah. the, the only reason they were punting is because they got called for an illegal shift on a play they got a first down. And now we're on third and 14. So now we got a punt. That's why I don't think Kansas City was doing anything to stop us. We stopped ourselves from about three minutes left in the third quarter until the rest of the game, pretty much, we shot ourselves in the foot time after time after time after time. You know, in the Ronnie Harrison thing, I understand the coach shoved him and he should have been tossed too, but you can't do that. You got to know better than that. Uh, there was one, there was one angle uh, that that they should showed in the video replay where it actually looked like uh, his cleat got hung up on the yes. guys on the guy's uniform. Yes, so I was kind of thinking that that was that was the problem, but the answer is not to punch the coach that is yelling at you to quit stomping on his player. I understand that you weren't trying to do it on purpose, but they, there's there is 
the thug mentality has to be controlled. And this is a coaching issue. This was oh, something fans won't deal with this. This was something that during during the Freddie Kitchens era that I sat back and I was like, but he's got no control of his team. The whole okay. Miles, the whole Miles Garrett incident with with Mason Rudolph was because the coach had no control over his team. He did not yes. pull that crap out of the players. There is no place for a thug mentality in football anymore. No. So Harrison getting booted. Uh, it didn't help. It, it didn't help. And, and I totally agreed with the ejection. Oh, I did uh, too. I, I just felt like if, if the, the couple of players and the coach that got up in his face and then the coach kind of shoved him, it may not have happened if that hadn't happened. I don't know why. I mean, I know they called a penalty on Jacksonville's bench. So I think the penalty's offset, but we lost a player. Right. <laughs> Deservedly so. It's it, it's the silly fact of care. it's the silly fact of don't hit another person. Right. I'm just the don't just don't do it. I'm the biggest Cleveland Homer of all time, and I remember telling you when Miles Garrett did his thing, I'd be surprised if he wasn't suspended forever. But. <laughs> I, I didn't think that he was going to get suspended forever, but I did. I did start seeing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. For about I think a Miles week. Garrett actually <laughs> getting off the subject for two seconds. I actually think Miles Garrett got it pretty easy. Yeah, he missed, um, he missed six games and then he was reinstated. You know, like I said, the the Miles Garrett incident. That's. I don't think uh, I don't think I have anything to say about that. I think it's done. It's over. Yeah, with. I, I agree. Move on. Miles, but- Miles, really. I mean, I, immediately after it happened, he, you could tell that that he was pissed off at himself. Well, yeah. I mean, when you do something stupid and you're smart enough to realize you just did it, that kind of makes playing. you a smart player, though. It's like the guy that gets the DUI and goes to court and say, I apologize. Yes, I was. As opposed to the guy that goes, well, I only had two beers and the cops calibration system on his breathalyzer was wrong. You know, there's no time for that. Just say you did it. Move on. Always deny. Yeah. Always. Always. Always refuse the breathalyzer. It's not. It's an automatic guilty. Mm. In Ohio, it's 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 not an automatic guilty for DUI. It's an automatic suspension of your license. Correct. They still have to provide a burden of proof to prove that you were drunk. You lose, you lose your license for a year, but you may not lose the case for the DUI. Which is very expensive. That's why you just don't drink and drive. 
Um, so defense, so, defense. Well, hold on. Before we go to defense, okay. Baker, Baker Mayfield was twenty-one out of twenty-eight for three hundred and twenty-seven yards. That's seventy-five percent. Okay. Everybody talked last year. You know, he was sixty percent, and he was sixty-two percent, and he was sixty-three percent. Everybody said Baker's got to get to sixty-five or above. Well, in one game against a not good defense, who was missing two of their best players, threw for seventy-five percent of his passes. That's not bad. That's not bad, but he's still having the same problem that he's had since the beginning of his career, where he gets he gets wigged out and starts to do stupid passes. I didn't see him get wigged out. I threw him saw one I saw him throw one pass with a guy draped around his legs that got intercepted. What other goofy pass? The ball throw? was released before the guy got a hold of his foot. Don't don't. But he was don't still. Give me okay, that. Don't give I me believe, that. Yes. Okay. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. It was. It, ultimately, it's an interception that ended the game. But it, I don't think that's was, exactly think what was, it was. I don't think he was trying to jam the ball into a window like he used to. I think honestly, he was trying to throw the ball out of bounds. I. I, and he I just don't. Didn't I don't. Honestly, you know what? We'll, we'll play, agree to disagree on that one. That play right before halftime, I love that play. Um, okay. Can you imagine if they would have scored on that play? I I was really about to, to say I would love that play a whole lot more if they would have scored. Okay, yeah. Uh, they, they need to they, – I told Charlie, I'm like, man, if there would have been a couple more blockers over there, Mayfield could have walked into the end zone. So, you know what, maybe you could – I mean, people are going to see it coming now because that's the only time you could run that play. And a Hail Mary instance. It's a. It was very creative. Our our offense was hurting from the beginning of this game. And that hurt is because our number one wide receiver was not out there. Yes. When you have an Odell Beckham running down one side of the field, your Nick Chubb or your Kareem Hunt gets an open lane somewhere because they're gonna they're gonna double team him. And that's that's you know I I hate to keep harping on injuries. I'm tired of talking about injuries. Jaderek Wills, we we might lose him. It, well, it's an ankle, not a knee. So. If I well, hear I, ankle over knee, I'm more, I, I'm more optimistic. If I hear from, knee, from what over. I saw, from the area that he grabbed, the biggest worry that I have is that Achilles tendon. I don't think he'd have been able to walk off the field. Well, he had he was leaning on somebody. I mean, so he definitely he, rolled his ankle. That was clear as day. Yeah. Uh, hopefully hopefully it's just a sprain. I, I think I think I think honestly the injuries it's gotta come to a stop at some point in time. Um this I mean we, we didn't have Grant Delpit again. No greedy Williams again. No greedy Williams again. Greedy Williams we we've had the guy for three years. I don't think I mean, he's played he actually, yet. He may be active. He just didn't play. The, the, 
But does he even play football? He hasn't in a long ass time. I mean, we've had him for three years and I haven't seen him on the field, but maybe one game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I agree. I agree. I got, I got to see him play. If not. Who's, who's, who was that? Who's, who's that uh, wide receiver that we had that, that we had to keep uh, uh, putting into rehab? Oh, Josh Gordon. That was it. Josh. Yeah. They greedy Williams is just another Josh Gordon, except for the fact that his, his drug of choice is, is a hospital bed with his knee wrapped up. I think it's a shoulder shoulder, whatever. Don't really care. I haven't seen it. The third year he's in his third year and he hasn't played a game. I mean, he I'm played totally, one I'm game. Totally, I'm totally with you. Totally with you. I, just like I said about Denzel Ward, I got to see him play at least 13 games this year. Uh, uh, Denzel, okay. I take back everything bad I ever said about Denzel Ward. That that kid's gonna. That kid's great. He's got He's to got stay to on the field. Though. That's the thing. I got to see 13 games. If I see seven games, I'm I'm not giving him a long term deal. I'm not doing it. The. Uh, We have to get into the defense here. Okay, well, um, real quick, real quick before you go to the defense. Yeah, um, um, Wills went down, but I, Hubbard came in and did a fine job. That's a nice guy to have on your offense, a guy that can come in and play any of the offensive line positions other than center and, and do well. Like I said, I honestly was not really disappointed with the offense you're going up against a very very tough team in the kansas city chiefs you gotta keep up you gotta outscore them uh you have yeah i i mean we got we got the points lead when we needed it we needed to keep rolling we needed to keep pushing nick chubb and kareem hunt down their throat and we didn't do it see i don't think me when I look at the Browns, you, exactly. The Browns did exactly what their game plan was today. Get a lead and then run the football. Well, they did that until the second half. They did that until they start shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, the, now you're the behind. Minute, and they the still minute, ran the ball when they were behind. The minute that you, you said something last year, and, and it was a very, very important fact that I loved you saying and that was it's time to put it in baker mayfield's hands and he needs he needs to be the one to pull off the win and he didn't the very first thing that's probably going to come up in our podcast tomorrow with the whole group is does baker mayfield deserve to have that brinks truck backed up and in what I, I saw today, judgment after one game, well, I, I don't, you know what, if he would have beaten the Kansas city chiefs tomorrow, I would have said back up the Brinks truck. I wouldn't have, I would have, because that is the one obstacle in the season that we've got that, that, that is the, the major obstacle for the, for the AFC. 
I mean, Buffalo's still going to be a factor. We can talk about them later. They looked awful. It's a. Uh, but I, yeah, it would have. Look, I when when we talked on like our prediction shows, and we've talked before, and I've always thought said, you know, hey, you know what? It, the Browns can lose to the Chiefs in week one, but it can't be thirty-eight to ten. That's embarrassing. You can't be embarrassed, especially week one with all the hype that's going their way. And I'm not saying they brought on the hype. The media's done that. The Browns have been very quiet as far as Baker Mayfield, Ola Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, the guys that usually are doing the talking. But this was different for me because I felt like Kansas City would always have the lead in this game and the Browns would just keep up. But the Browns had a a significant lead at halftime. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's not a moral victory for me. Then, then why did we start pushing the pass in the second half? I mean, I think they pushed the pass a lot once they basically established that Kansas City could not stop either one of our running backs. Because they got the play action, they got the bootlegs, and, you know, that's where the Browns take advantage of it. But the thing is, is... You know, we we had one fumble with Nick Chubb. Yes. The rest of the downs that we lost where we had to punt or whatever were all because of passing. And penalties. Passing and penalties. I mean, we punted twice, and the punter couldn't handle one of them. Three and out. We we tried to punt four, or we tried to punt three times. So yeah, I mean, again, I, I I'm not. It's not a moral victory for me because they had a lead, and then even when Kansas City scored in the third quarter, the Browns went right down and scored again. Can I mean, we talk? Can we talk about defense yet? Yeah, you, you, go ahead and talk can about we, defense. Can we please I'm, talk I'm about defense? Totally disgusted with the defense. Um, if you go back through our past podcasts, you will hear myself constantly saying fundamentals, fundamentals. Cleveland needs to focus on fundamentals with the defense. What are the fundamentals of a defense to tackle? Did you say you like to have fun with mentals to tackle the Cleveland Browns cannot tackle. When you play football, your coach especially on defense, will flat out tell you your job the minute that you touch the opponent is to stop him from gaining any more yards. How do we do that? We tackle. Here is a stat that you'll love from this game. 95% of the yards gained were after a defender had touched the wide receiver. Yeah, that's not a good stat. Okay, but 
he, here's yes, I, I tackling yes, okay, but this game, this Joe Woods lost this game. Then here's why. I I, the, I would thoroughly agree. I mean, we we held them we held them to what ten points in the first half. Yes. And, and the, here's why Joe Woods' game plan lost this game. is because it is very obvious that Kansas City has no desire to run the football. They had five yards in the first half rushing. I okay. mean, their running back did. Mahomes probably had some, but their running back had five yards at halftime. They didn't want to run the ball. Nope. Go and and you, you keep watching three things. Travis Kelsey running up the field four yards and turning around. And our linebackers are seven yards off the line of scrimmage. And all he does is run four yards, turn around, there's the ball. Now he turns around and runs for another 10. Tyreek Hill, outside of the one play that if John Johnson would have turned around, he'd have had an interception. It's eight yards cross, eight yards out, eight yards turn around. Safeties, 15 yards off the line of scratch. I mean, it, there was a point in this game. Do you remember back in the Hugh Jackson year where we had Jabril Peppers? And, and it felt like every defensive play, he was 40 yards off the line of scrimmage, like playing center field. That's yes. how I felt about tonight. And here's the other one. The Browns pass rush obviously, for the most part, comes from the edge rushers. And yes, they did get to him once, finally. Yeah. One. But, but, but one. They're, 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 coming from a, they're coming from above. They're not coming from down in. They're not using the spin moves to create chaos inside the pocket. All Mahomes had to do was take one step up in the pocket every time he was rushed. He was never touched. And he could just sit there and wait for someone to get open, or he'd take off and nobody could catch him. There was one play where Miles Garrett had slipped and gone down to the ground, but he got back up and started chasing Patrick Mahomes. When they showed the replay, what thoroughly ticked me off was the rest of our line while Miles Garrett is chasing Patrick Mahomes is either sitting on the ground and not hustling to get their ass back up or they're not even following the ball they're looking out at the stands whatever I thought I thought getting Jadavian Clowney was going to help us. He had a decent game. He had a, he he got he got credit for a shared sack, and he made a couple of nice plays in the running game. Kate, okay, you you do realize that we're supposed to have the number one pass rusher. I understand that. You do realize Dude, I'm not that. Excuses for we, nobody on defense. We today. only had one sack. Well, you, you just did for Jadavian Clowney. Did he get a sack? He got he got him and Garrett got credited for a sack. 
because they hit him at the same time. Um, I so each of them got a half a sack. Okay. Again, no, nobody outside of your right, Denzel Ward, nobody on this defense played well today. Nobody. I, I I just like I and, said, and I, fundamentals. And, and people have been, you know, yapping all year. All the experts and whoever they are said, you know, you got nine new stars on defense. It's going to take a couple of games to get all together. Well, guess what? That's why you should have played in the damn preseason. I, I, you and I were saying that. I mean, I had no clue how any of these guys were going to be ready to play if they weren't playing in the preseason. Right. But the, the, the bottom line is, is this, it's like, I didn't expect Kansas city's offense to be good because we know they're not. We know they have a couple of decent players. They got math, Matthew who didn't play tonight. They got Frank Clark, they, you know, they got uh, uh, Jones, but other than that, can't, I didn't expect Kansas City's defense to, to, to pose much of a defensive threat to the Browns. I thought they put up around 31 points, something of that nature. And I expected the Browns' defense to be better because of what they did. And again, analytics, analytics, analytics always says don't play your guys in the preseason. Analytics, get- analytics, analytics always screws but but who but who's an analytics guy andy reed and he plays his guys in the preseason he doesn't care what analytics says about that I, uh, <laughs> I, I i mean it was an entertaining game There was a couple entertaining games. There was a couple of stinkers. Needless to say, the the uh, this team needs a little bit of help right now. I mean, they need to get they, they need to determine who these guys are if they're going to play. You know, we need all the help we can. The defense needs. The defense needs, you know, some some balance and, and be able to take guys in and out. You know, it was 92 degrees on the field there today. We couldn't substitute freaking our secondary because Ronnie Harrison gets thrown out. We don't have Delpit. We don't have Greedy Williams. Now we don't have Ronnie Harrison. It's like our depth chart. We got good guys, but, I mean, you got to be able to sub guys in and out. I have, I, I don't, uh, yeah. Um, I I don't want people to think that that I've given up on, on this team. That's not it at all. Oh, I it's, haven't. It, it, it's just these are problems that I have discussed for two years now. Even before Kevin Stefanski got here the fundamentals are not being taught. The fundamentals are not being emphasized. 
You've got to tackle your player once you touch him. You can't let him run for another five yards. Right. And that happened a lot in the fourth quarter because they were able to start running the ball a little bit more. And we weren't tackling. That's, uh, I, I don't know what else I need to say about that. They need, they need to get this fixed. This defense should be unstoppable. Yeah, I agree. It's, I think it's a good thing we play Houston next week. I, I don't really care what they did to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's awful. That's a. I wonder why it's doing that. Well, let's see here. I haven't seen Stefanski's press conference. I'd be real curious to hear that, honestly. I heard Baker's, but, you know, Baker's press conferences are pretty much the same thing anymore. Uh, yeah. It's the, the football game that's on right now. Hmm. Uh, of which I, I can't, I'm not allowed to say who it is because that's against the law. Well, can I say that they have awful uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention the name. <laughs> I mean, a, I don't know what unnamed a, team would, would build a $50 trillion stadium and put those uniforms on their players. I, I don't know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, there were a bunch of games today. A bunch. Let me uh, bring up my list of games. You're going to have to understand, I did not see a lot of them, but I do keep up with what's going on in every game, especially because of my fantasy league. Which, by the way, I do have Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So, as bad as I'm mad that the Browns lost, that pretty much uh, put me over the top to beat Ryan in week one. Actually, I've already beat him. Well, that's in your other league. I haven't looked at our league yet. Yeah, he's taking, he's waxing you. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's all right. I play him in two weeks, so I'll beat him then. Um, yeah, your son uh, beat me with my own weapon because I had Patrick Mahomes, but he had Tyreek Hill. Who, so, Jake? Yeah, so every time I was scoring, I didn't realize that Jake was scoring at the same time. Hey, can you change the names of the teams on the uh, app? Yeah. I want you to change Jake's. I want you to change Jake's uh, team to uh, Team Racist. God, stop that! Didn't, <laughs> didn't we have enough of that the other day? <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Sunday Jaguars versus the Texans. Um, yeah, I didn't see any of this game. Well, the the Texans blew them out out of the water. I know that. I didn't see any of the game. I saw some of the highlights later. 37-21 was thoroughly not expecting that, but 
Yeah, it is what it is. Chargers beat the. Uh, Hold on, let's go back to Jacksonville for one second, okay? Okay, sure. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, 28 of 51. Three touchdowns, three picks. Uh, let's see here. NFL Sunday ticket. Bring, bring up my stats. Tyrod Taylor, 21 of 23, 291. Three picks. Wow. Yeah, there. Uh, there's the stats. Uh, both teams punters got a got a workout today too. The only thing I need to see about Jacksonville is Carlos Hyde is their leading rusher. That's all I need to see. Two receptions for fourteen yards. Okay. No TDs. Neither one of them teams are any good. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Let's see here. Trevor Lawrence, 332 yards for three TDs and three interceptions. Tyrod Taylor, 291 yards for two TDs. And didn't throw any interceptions. Well, that's really not that bad. No, not for a journeyman backup. Um, but like I said, uh, their punters punted enough times to where they don't have to punt for another two weeks. Hopefully they caught them all. <laughs> um, let's see here. Who, who are we on? Uh, anything else about Jacksonville? No, we spent too much time on two bad teams. Uh, well, we're about to do it again. The L.A. Chargers <laughs> and the Washington football team. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't Ryan Fitzpatrick get hurt? Uh, I don't know. Did he? I didn't yes, watch this did. game. He left the game. Three out, of three out of six for 13 yards. And Tyler Heineke came in and went 11 of 15 for 122. I don't know what Ryan Fitzpatrick's prognosis is. But you think there's a quarterback out there that might be thinking, hmm, I might get to go back with my old coach. All right, here you go. Um, <laughs> Washington quarterback Fitzpatrick expected to miss multiple weeks, believed to have suffered a hip subla, sublux, subluxation. It's bad. Yeah. Um, he will have an MRI on Monday. So he he yeah, he's having he had he had a hip flexor. A hip flexor. Uh I I don't even know what to say to that. He's what did I tell you last night? What did I tell you last night? I said, um, within the first few weeks of this season, somebody's going to get hurt that doesn't have a good backup. And Cam is just sitting there waiting. 
Oh, I was about to say Jaderic Wells. Everybody, every team's going to suck. I mean, look what – there are so many teams that are losing players this – the first week of the season. It's not even funny. I mean, we don't know what, what's going on with Wells. You know, you missed a few games and missed a few games. Dude, that's, that's, really, that's really kind of funny because both you and I said that we thought that Cam Newton would might go to Washington. And now there's a good chance that he'll get picked up for Washington. I, I agree. They can't go with Tyler Heineke. It's, that's I mean, insane. They can. Oh, that is insane. Uh, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, there we go. I got to go buy Jake's football team jersey. I. Uh, All right, Seattle versus Indianapolis. I uh, have Carson no happening in this game. Carson Wentz threw twenty uh, thir- uh thirty-eight attempts, twenty-five completions, two hundred fifty-one yards for two TDs. Doesn't sound bad. Russell Wilson threw twenty-three attempts. 18 completions, much better completion, right? 254 yards, four touchdowns. How many yards? 254. On 23 attempts? On 23 attempts. He must have had a few very long touchdowns. He had a few very long passes. And they must have run the hell out of the football. Uh, Chris... Chris Carson ran 91 yards and Dwayne Eskridge ran 22. Eh, That's average. Tyler Lockett had four receptions for 100 yards with two TDs. Wow. Yeah. 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 Seattle pulled off a win 28 to 16. Uh, Carson didn't look bad. But I mean, Indian- the numbers don't look bad. Indianapolis's problem comes in their defense. Dude, they're supposed to have one of the best defenses in the league. Sure as shit didn't look like it today. Well, we're supposed to have one of the best defenses in the league, and it didn't look like it today either. Uh, but the next game I actually watched as well, which was New Jersey. Uh, the New Jersey Jets versus... The New York Jets. The New Jersey Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I, I I caught a little bit of this game. It was very underwhelming. I'll just say that. Underwhelming is a good word for it. Um, I, I I will say Sam Darnold. Uh, I, I give you a little bit of credit that that uh, he 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 actually looked like a quarterback, unlike when he was with the Jets. But then again, when you saw him when he was with the Jets, he was always laying on his back. Well, every quarterback that plays for the Jets lays on their back. Thirty-five attempts, twenty-four completions, two hundred seventy-nine yards, one TD. Those aren't bad numbers. 
not bad numbers. It was really kind of solid. Um, the uh, I I don't even know what to say about the 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 Jets. Um, yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson, 20 of 37, which is barely over 50%. 258 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. They couldn't run the ball. Coleman had 24, Johnson had 15, Carter had six. They did, he did spread the ball around. Corey Davis had 97 yards. They did spread the ball around to about seven different receivers, but the Jets are, I mean, the Jets, these two teams are so vanilla the way they play that it's almost impossible to watch. Um, yeah. It was, you know, I, I, the only reason I really watched it was because uh, I wanted to see how, how Darnold did in another in well, another uh, team. One thing about props to Sam Darnold for one thing is much crap. Some of it probably unwarranted because of where he was that he's taken over the last three years. That probably felt really good today. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think after how everyone basically has slammed the kid saying that he wasn't, wasn't a good quarterback. I think he, I think he earned a lot of respect from people. I agree. Again, I, I, I did not want the Browns to draft him flat out period, but he ended up actually probably in a worse situation. All right. 24-27 in overtime, the Vikings versus the Bengals. And the Vikings actually lose. Do you remember when I was talking to you last night and when this game got brought up, I said, can't this game just end in a tie? <laughs> and guess and what? It almost did. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, 49 attempts, 30. 36 completions, 351 yards, two TDs. Here's the stat. 27 attempts for Joe Burrow, 20 completions, 261 yards with two TDs. And Joe Mixon went off. So Burrow's completion rate was a lot better. Um, yeah, Mixon, Mixon, Mixon was what twenty nine carries for one hundred twenty seven yards. Okay, th- there's two stats here that I want to recognize about this game because I did watch this game kind of on and off. I was more on the Pittsburgh Buffalo game. Uh huh. So Burrow goes for two sixty one, but here's two things that are really important in this game. Okay. Jamar Chase has one hundred one yards. T Higgins has fifty eight yards. Yeah. Tyler Boyd, 32 yards. Joe Mixon yeah. gets 23 yards receiving. Who's uh, mm-hmm. a Mo, their, their tight end, gets 35 yards. The other stat to me that really shows why Minnesota should have won this game before overtime 
was Dalvin Cook, 20 carries, 61 yards. I was good. Uh, I, I knew I shouldn't have let you talk. I was actually going to Dalvin Cook's stats. I mean, hey, God love anyone who thinks that Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the league. These stats do not show that. No. Uh, that that's that's 20 carries at 61 yards. That's that's insane. Yeah, it's I I think Kirk Cousins did a good job. Uh I didn't see this game, but I mean, that's that's. Like, I just saw parts of it. Okay, who is Justin Jeffries? Because Justin. he apparently quarterbacked one one play. No idea who that is. Um, I mean, yeah. not to mention sixty-one yards rushing. He only had forty-three yards receiving. I mean, I you can look at the Browns and go, well, Nick Chubb only had what, 80 yards. Yeah, but they got Kareem Hunt. Who honestly almost looked better than Nick Chubb today. Dude, they have this formula that when they get inside the 10-yard line, they just bring Kareem Hunt in. And Dude, I don't think anybody can stop him inside the 10-yard line. Him going over the top just – I. I was like, I, man, I love this kid. I felt like kid. he jumped 10 feet. I was just like, the, the, I, I love this kid. I love him. He's He is a good old-fashioned Cleveland boy. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line for the, for the Bengals-Vikings game is Kirk Cousins can't throw the ball 50 times and Dalvin yeah. Cook only left 61 yards. That is a recipe to lose a lot of games. Moving on to the Arizona Cardinals versus Tennessee Titans. I did not see this game. Kyler Murray, 32, a blowout. 32 attempts, 289 yards, four touchdowns with one interception. Ryan oh. Tannehill, 35 attempts, 21 completions, 212 yards, one TD, one interception. The score was 38-12 or 38-13. Um, so I didn't... I'm going to... Go on. I'm going to imagine... I'm going to assume the only reason Derrick Henry had 58 yards is because they were so far behind they couldn't run the ball. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of... Well, I, I don't know if it's that because A.J. Brown rushed julio jones rushed they there were or no that's receiving yards no i'm derrick talking henry. about derrick henry running back 58 well, yards derrick henry had three come three receptions for 19 yards all right but he rushed the ball he only rushed the ball 17 times so they must have been down early in this game again i didn't see it But Ryan Tannehill, that's that, those those, are, those aren't good numbers. This is what this is why Tennessee isn't good, and they're kind of a fake contender 
is because all you got to do is stop their running game or get a lead on them. Ryan Tannehill is not taking you down the field to win a game. When has Ryan Tannehill ever taken down a team down the field to win a football game? When it mattered. Uh, yeah. Last year when the Browns blew out Tennessee. Tennessee. Yes. Derrick Henry had like 48 yards. So that's why I don't, and I'm not a big, I'm still not on the Cardinals. I'm still not on Kyler Murray, but man, good week one. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I think Arizona is, I think Arizona is going to be a tough, going to be tough this year. That um, would be a nightmare. I, I, I think. <clears throat> Tannehill is not the answer. And, and I mean, I think they realized that this year, but honestly, they were hurting in several different places during the draft. If you noticed, uh, it's, it's another one of those teams that I think uh, didn't do anything to help its, its cause. Oh, I agree with you. Arizona really did nothing outside of signing J.J. Watt. <laughs> All right, so San Francisco versus Detroit. San Francisco I, 41, Detroit 33, and Jimmy G stayed in as the quarterback all game. Except for one play. Uh, Trey Lance had a four-yard touchdown pass. They don't even have his stats listed here. They only have Jimmy Garoppolo's stats. Trey Lance was one for one for five yards and a touchdown. Mitchell. Who the heck is Mitchell? The running back. 104 yards, really? Most must have got hurt. Uh... Eli Mitchell, yeah. You know, they they don't have they don't even have uh, I'm on I'm on nfl.com and they don't have any stats my, for trading. I'm Lance. looking at my fantasy app because it gives me pretty much everybody's stats. Okay. Debo Samuel, nine receptions, 189 yards. Oof. Wow. Uh, Jared Goff, 338 yards, three TDs, 57 attempts, 38 completions. Um, I okay, Matt Stafford. I I think Matt Stafford was a better quarterback, or is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. I agree. Um, but I think Jared Goff is going to do better in Detroit than Matthew Stafford was. Eh, I don't know. Here's what I'm going to tell you about, because I, I did fall some of this game, and it was bad early. At one point, I think it was like 38 to 10. So a lot of those stats from Goff are, are just fluff. 
Yes, it was 38 to 10 in the third quarter. So they went 41-33. There was really no jeopardy of losing this game. So they just let them do whatever they wanted to do. I'm not saying Jared Goff's back quarterback. He did go to a Super Bowl. But I, I would take Matthew Stafford over Jared Goff anywhere at any team. And the top off the day, there was the Bengals. Or I mean, Buffalo Bills versus Pittsburgh, which I think we've already discussed. Yeah, Buffalo, man, I tell you what, they have no pass rush. And they can't block for the run. It's, uh, once again, this is, this is, I think Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. But he doesn't have what he needs on that team. I and mean, weapons-wise, outside of like, they need a running back. They can't. They cannot serve. They they can't survive with 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 Singletary as their running back. Their offensive line literally only gave him about a half a second to make a decision and throw. Oh, I totally before they were letting people through. It was a nightmare. I felt so bad for the guy. And Josh Allen, let's okay. We talk about quarterbacks, you know, in the last couple of years, they got they weren't great, then they got better. He did fumble the ball two times. Yes. And he up until last year, that was the thing about him is he can't hang on to the football. Because he runs a lot. Something to keep an eye on. I don't think I, I'm not going to take a whole lot of this on Buffalo. You know, Baker went against a bad defense, and Buff and Josh Allen went against a great defense. So it's hard for me to say, man, maybe we uh, overrated Josh Allen. I'm not going to go. There. I, I I don't think that we overrated him. I think we maybe we overrated the team. I think we overrated the team. Um, when when I mean Josh Allen did have the two fumbles. That's that's fine, but Devin Singletary had two fumbles. Yeah, you're never going to win a football game with four fumbles in it. Oh, I bet if you and I don't think Pittsburgh turned the ball over once. I mean, you're negative four. I mean, granted, you didn't lose all those fumbles, but if you're negative three or four in the turnover game, you're not going to win that game. Uh, Gillian's. Anyways, let's get back to this. Oh, actually, that was the last game of the week. So uh, who do we play next week? The Houston Texans. That's right. At, what do you at, at the Dog Bowl? What are you thinking about that, Bob? I think it's gonna be a blowout. All right, I'm gonna show you this. Bring up my Excel. Microsoft Excel. Football. Pitch. Hey, we didn't talk about. The Dolphins and Patriots, 
We didn't talk about the Packers and Saints, and we didn't talk about the Broncos and Giants. Oh. None of which I saw. Um, the the Packers did they the, win? The, dude, the Packers got beat by the Saints, thirty-eight to three. No, really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Thirty-eight to three. Wow. Uh, hold on. That's are are you sure that says thirty-eight to three? Saints thirty-eight, Packers three. Aaron Rodgers fifteen to twenty-eight, hundred and thirty-three yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Jameis Winston fourteen out of twenty, one hundred and forty-eight yards, five touchdowns. You've got to be shitting me. Um, 38-3. It was Aaron Rodgers' worst game in his career, stat-wise. Holy crap. When do you think we get to see Mr. Love? No, no time soon. <laughs> uh, where is that? Where is the green? Ba- okay, there it is. Uh, we didn't talk about Denver versus the Giants either, did we? Nope. I had, I did, I have no idea what happened in that game. I don't even know who won. Man, I'm I'm perusing the stats from the Green Bay Saints game. I mean, we don't have to go. We don't have to get back on and do the other three games. Well, we may as well. We're already here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. Jordan Love did play. Yeah, the very end. Damn, he threw two interceptions. Yeah, one in the red zone. Uh, Jameis I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get on YouTube and listen to his press conference. Um. Denver, New York. Teddy Bridgewater, 264 yards, two TDs. Daniel Jones, 267 yards, one TD. Uh, If you don't say it, I'm going to. Okay, say it. Saquon Barkley, 10 rushes, 26 yards. Actually, Daniel Jones had one more rushing yard than Saquon Barkley. Melvin Gordon, 11 carries, 101 yards. I thought we said the Broncos didn't have a rushing game. I mean, Melvin Gordon is... He's, He's been kind of spotty when he was with the Chargers. Devontae Williams? I believe he's a rookie. But the fact that Saquon Barkley only rushed for 26 yards on 10 attempts in a game that was 27-13, so I can't believe at any point the Giants were out of this game. How do you not run the football? You drafted him number two overall. 
Mm. Yeah, he should have been in Cleveland Browns. No, I didn't want it. I did not want the Browns to draft him. Well, hold on here. You've said many a times that you wanted to take Saquon Barkley instead of instead of Nick Chubb. No, what what I said was originally before the draft. The Browns had number one and number four. My ideal pick was to pick Josh Allen. That's who I thought the Browns should take. And and I'm on the record for that. And I said, if Barkley's still there at four, then I would take him. But I'm glad it didn't work out that way. Because I'd rather have Nick Chubb every day of the week and twice on Sunday over Saquon Barkley. Yeah, but we didn't know that then. We really did not know that. I mean, when they, when they picked, when they picked Nick Chubb, I literally sat there and went, who? Really? Yeah. I I mean, the only reason was because he missed his senior season in Georgia because he was hurt. I knew the Chubb brothers, but didn't know anything about him and he missed his last year of school so you know is what it is i mean i i'm happy the way it turned out i i think we're all happy with the way that it turned out i i think nick chubb is is 150 times better than saquon barkley no, but my comparison is simply this. Okay, I get Josh Allen and Saquon Barkley, or I get Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb. Say what you want about Josh Allen being better than Baker Mayfield. I would take Baker and Chubb over Josh Allen and Barkley as a package. Now. And we got Denzel Ward out of it, too. So either in any way. New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. Now, this is a game I caught a t- the tail end of. And it just looked like a nosebleed. You know, like two of his numbers are okay. Nothing extraordinary. Actually, Miami didn't put up much of any offense. Mac Jones, nice numbers. 39, 29 out of 39, 281 yards, one TD. Um, Mr. Harris rushed for 100 yards on 23 carries. Damien Harris looked awesome. What's that? Damien Harris looked good. Uh, he, he was, he was the workhorse of, of the Patriots. Yeah. He also caught two receptions for 17 yards. So we got one more, right? And that is the Packers and the Saints.
no, we did the Packers and the Saints. It was the Falcons. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought we talked about the Packers and the Saints before you were recording. No, I recorded that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know that. It was the Atlanta Falcons, right? Where is it? Where's that game? Wow, what a blowout. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Atlanta Falcons. Um, by the way, in two weeks, we'll, we'll have Grover Washington, who's from Philly, who is a Philly fan, on talking about the Phillies. Uh, let's see here. Bring up my stats. Philadelphia, I can't believe that, 32. Can I, can I ask you a, a general question? Sure. What happened to Matt Ryan? Um, he's old. 21 35, 164 yards. He's old. Did you watch any of that game? No, I did not. Um, I, I don't have access to every game. Matt Ryan can only throw about eight yards. I feel like he's becoming old Joe Flacco. It's exactly what he is. Jalen Hurts, 27-35, 264 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I, I'll say that. Uh, I don't I don't want to really rip on Matt Ryan, but here, here's the thing. 35 attempts, 21 completions. That's actually good numbers. But at 21 completions, only throwing for 164 yards, you're throwing under every freaking yes. time. That yes. that means that you have no faith in your in in your receivers downfield, a, or b, you can't throw anymore. I mean, Kyle Pitts. Where did they draft him? Like five overall, the fifth pick overall, somewhere four, around there. Four receptions, thirty-one yards. Yeah, Calvin Ridley had five receptions for 51. Yeah, and he's your go-to guy. Uh, I Cardell, when- here's, here's Cardell Patterson only ran, only had seven carries for 54 yards. I said it when they drafted Pitts that it was a mistake. I know it's everybody's a- in love with the tight end. Travis Kelsey, you know, George Kittle, you know the guys, Hawkinson to an extent, Hooper. But with that pick, when you know you're going to need a quarterback soon and you draft a tight end, I just thought it was foolish. I have no expectations for Atlanta at all. Oh, Atlanta I- could have. Atlanta could have the number one pick in the draft next year. I have expectations for them. They're just not good. They're just not good. <laughs> uh, it, it, Matt Ryan is is one hundred percent showing his age, and I I I always said it. Once, once a quarterback starts to go bald, time to get rid of him. Yeah. 
All right. Let's see here. You're about. You're about to lose your little game there. And I'm going to do this now. So with that, we come to this screen now. Does this look familiar, Bob? Yes. So far, Scott, Bob, and Ryan have one win in our football challenge. And then to top it off, it looks like uh, Dr. Whatever he calls himself. Jake is uh, at negative four. So he's the closest to zero there. Um, but he picked the Browns to win. Yes. This, okay, this, this screen here, this is our tiebreaker. So if at the end of the season <coughs> we have a tie here for the win, okay. say you and I both get 16 wins, we're tied. That's when we go to the tiebreaker sheet here. Oh, I see. Which is calculating the scores that we picked and how close they are to the actual scores. I see, I see. So the person that's going to be closest to zero is the one that's going to actually win the tiebreaker. Actually, Jake almost nailed the score just backwards. I know. I know. I, that kid, well, he just waxed me in my fantasy football league, so. I don't know how. I feel about that. <laughs> uh, that's Dick Butkus. Wow. Wow. He does not look, uh, he does not look like he used to. All right. Anything else going on in your world? No. Nothing in particular. That does not sound exciting. I try to keep it not exciting. Uh, I know. Uh, the, uh, the team with the horrible uniforms is playing. Yes. In that $3 trillion stadium. Yeah, and they're actually waxing Dick Butkus's old team. Well, there's the, the, that team stinks. I, hey, but they got a new quarterback. He doesn't play. God, I love football. 